Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A court of appeals protects the Air Force class from the COVID shot mandate. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, the Federal Court of Appeals sitting in Cincinnati, Ohio, known as the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals, has denied the Department of Defense and the Air Force's attempt to overturn class certification and a class-wide preliminary injunction that protects the entire U.S. Air Force while the lawsuit continues against the unlawful Department of Defense COVID shot mandate. This is a huge setback for the Biden administration and the Department of Defense and these military branches, Holly, that continue to try to insist that all these service members get the COVID shots. Yeah, you know, back in July, this Judge McFarland in the District Court of Ohio gave us a great ruling where he protected some 10,000 unvaccinated service members and said, you know, you can't touch them. You have to, you cannot deny their religious exemptions. Yeah, and so when this case was appealed, the Department of Defense and the Air Force filed an emergency motion with the Court of Appeals to stay, to stop the class certification and the injunction granted in the lower court case that was issued by this Judge McFarlane in the Southern District of Ohio in July. That was the issue before the court. There's an emergency. You've got to stop this. And the Court of Appeals issued its decision, and it is a zinger decision. Mm -hmm. It's a good decision. In this case, the service members allege that the department applied a general discriminatory policy of denying their request for religious exemptions from the Secretary of Defense's COVID shot mandate for all members of the armed forces. The plaintiffs in the case argued that the department's policy violated their rights under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act and the First Amendment Free Exercise Clause. And what Judge McFarland did is he granted the injunction he certified the class, which represents all of those individuals who have filed for an exemption and have at least had been denied at the first level, if not at the second level of their internal appeal process. You know, and Matt, this, this includes all active duty, active reserve, reserve, National Guard, inductees, and appointees of the Air Force and Space Force, including but not limited to the Air Force Academy cadets, Air Force Reserve Officer Training Corps cadets, members of the Air Force Reserve Command, and any airman who has sworn or affirmed the United States Uniformed Services oath of office or enlistment. Yeah, and is currently under the command and could be deployed. Uh, who, number one, submitted a religious accommodation request to the Air Force from the COVID shot requirement where the request was submitted, whether the request was submitted or was pending from September 1, 2021 to the present. And number two, were confirmed as having had a sincerely held religious belief substantially burdened by the Air Force vaccine mandate. And actually, number three, either had their request accommodation denied or have had no action on that request. 
So it doesn't even require a full denial. Uh, if you have filed something and they haven't responded and they're holding you in limbo, you're part of the class. And, you know, the court also added that any person acting in concert with defendants are also prevented from taking any adverse action against any Air Force service members regarding the request for religious accommodation. Yeah, and That's so pretty broad. the Court of Appeals uh, reviewing this uh, wrote this, from the very first paragraph of their complaint to their briefing in opposition to the department's motion now, the plaintiffs have alleged the existence of a systemic effort by the department to deny service members' request for religious exemptions categorically while granting thousands of medical and administrative exemptions. The district court recognized as much when it thrice referenced what it called defendants' clear policy of discrimination against religious accommodation request in finding the commonality requirement met. And we think the district court was likely correct when it held that on this record, the contention supports litigation of both the RIFRA claim and a First Amendment free exercise claim class-wide. It also says the RIFRA, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, it says that a de facto policy to impose this burden on these individuals, to force them uh, in gross, uh, regardless of their individual circumstances, would seem rather plainly to violate that restrictions, yet that would be the effect of the department's alleged policy to deny all requests for religious exemptions. So in other words, just like in all of our cases, the process is deny everybody. Right. And the evidence is still coming out showing that the Department of Defense is doing that. Yeah. Deny everybody. And in fact, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act requires, number one, if you show that you have a sincerely held religious belief, that hurdle is very easy to satisfy. The government may disagree with it. They may debate it. That's not their role. As long as you're sincere and you're not just making it up as a smokescreen, then you pass that first hurdle. Now what happens is, number two, the government has to show a compelling interest of the highest order to burden your religious free exercise. And obviously this is a burden because it essentially is telling people you either get the shot and violate your religious beliefs and your convictions and disobey God and the biblical directives that you adhere to, or you get punished. So that's clearly a burden. So those first two are clearly met. Then you come to the least restrictive means. The government can only win if they show a least restrictive means, get this, to the person. They can't show, as they argue in these cases, well, their COVID shot mandate is to provide military readiness, to make sure that they have a healthy force. They have to look at it to the individual. They have to look at this individual. Does this individual have a high risk? What is the age of this individual? The health, does that individual have any comorbidity scenarios? Has that person already obtained natural immunity by already having COVID? Is there other ways to be able to ameliorate the risk of COVID, such as quarantine, testing, isolation, those kinds of situations, like the military did long before these COVID shots, and they were able to operate without any problem? So is there any other way that they could satisfy their supposed interest? 
And if there is, the military loses. What the military has done is they say, well, there's no other lesser restrictive means, and they don't take into consideration the specific circumstances of each person. They rubber stamp it. And what we found, Holly, over and over again is that the denial letters are essentially rubber stamped, same language. They just change the name of the person. So they don't do an individualized assessment. They just deny them across the board. But let's let's take an example. Okay, let's look, go to the top. Look at Lloyd Austin. He's supposed to be double vaxxed, double boosted. Is he military ready when he gets COVID? Yeah, and you look at Biden. He's double vaxxed, double boosted. So is Joe Biden. And she and uh, Joe Biden got COVID. In fact, Joe Biden got COVID twice in 2022. Right. And 2022 is not even over yet. Right. So... You know, when you look at uh, the issue of safety, it's not safe. But on the other hand, you look at the tragic stories that we keep getting daily about these soldiers that have caved to get the shot and they're now injured, they're suffering for the rest of their lives, or if they keep standing against the shot, they're being punished, they're being separated from their families, they're being left homeless, and all these circumstances that are just heart-wrenching. It's very uh, heart-wrenching, and it's very concerning because it really does exactly the opposite of what their rhetoric says. They want to have a military readiness, troop morale. They're depressing troop morale. They're mm-hmm. making our troops not militarily ready by forcing right. people out. And we know they're actually wanting to purge the and military. And that's the only logical reason why they continue to press this, because it's not safe, it's not effective in preventing transmission. They've lost all of these injunctions, one after another after another. We're continuing to pursue protective injunctions for the Coast Guard and the Army. Uh, already four of the service branches are protected by injunctions, but they still press forward. And this most recent loss at the Court of Appeals, you know, I have no doubt the Biden administration will still press forward. Continue to pray for these men and women in the services because it is heartrending what they face, and we work with them every day all over the world. We're continuing to work in the courts, and we're gearing up for a massive trial in the U.S. Marine case. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.